Welcome back to the Think Big Work Smart podcast. I'm your host, Harry Livingston. Today's episode, I'm going to be going over a Q&A from my crypto enthusiast group members. And I'm also going to be talking about supply and demand, mainly to do with Bitcoin. I wanted to start off with saying that the reason there's only been one episode aired since I started the podcast is in fact the settings that we're in. It's the echo that's coming, the echo you're probably going to hear on this episode tonight. It's, it's a catch-22, it's a love-hate. The office is great, like I've got my clinic back there, I run my businesses from here. Everything's good, but this echo. So I've had two problems, I updated everybody on TikTok earlier. I'm going to build... I'm going to build a separate little room for this podcast, sort out the lighting as you can see, get everything sorted, get all the equipment, the correct free cameras and I can start getting some guests on and actually moving forward with the whole setup at play. So what I'm going to do this week is the reason I was going to hold off, I wasn't even going to do an episode, but the reason I have is for my crypto enthusiast group, I said I'll do a QA, and a air it every Sunday, it's getting air tonight on Monday, we're one night late, but I thought I'll get the questions rolled out first before we go into the whole supply and demand and bit I want to talk about. So let me just reel these off straight from the phone. Just pick a couple. So there's one. It says, on a dip, at what percentage is it best to invest at? Because dips could range from anywhere between minus 4%, minus 10%, which is what we're seeing currently of XRP, but most dips average around minus 5%. Is it worth buying at that? Don't want to put down some cheese and not see some gains. I'm only just starting out and just experimenting. I know if I see some gains, I would definitely brave up on my investments for sure though. So, there's a couple of questions in there. As to the first one with, would I class minus 4%, minus 10% as a dip? Of course it's a dip. Yes, that's a dip in the market. In the crypto space, especially with altcoins, well even Bitcoin included, it's quite normal to see four to 10% dips. I would look for more 20 to 30% dips for my entry points, even 40%, sometimes 50% with some of these cryptos. You can get really good entry points, but minus 4%, that's really like a daily occurrence for most of these coins. Up, down, if you see my portfolio, it goes from 75 to 68 to 71, back down to 67 and a half, then back up to 72. Altcoins and the whole alt, the whole crypto market in general, the whole alt market and the crypto market moves in big sways. So, personally, yeah, four to ten percent is a dip, but I would look for maybe a bit more. And as to your other one, you don't want to put down some cheese and not see some gains. Wow, my man, everyone wants that. No one wants to put down any cheese. No one wants to put down any cheese and not get some gains, as you say. That's not the way any investor works. No one wakes up and thinks, oh, I want to invest in this to lose some money today. So everybody's on the same path as you. Everyone wants the same outcome. But you can't have that mindset. You can't think, if I win, then I'll be... Then You understand what I'm saying here. If, yeah, of course, you get a win. It's going to boost you, get you more in. If you're deterred from one loss, if that's going to make you think, oh, then maybe crypto's not the best where investing in general is just not the best route for you to take because there's always going to be losses. There's always going to be losses. It's like I've had people writing under my writing under my videos lately saying, ah, oh, about homology medicines. I'm still holding my homology. Yes, yeah, down at the moment. I think it's on about a 40% dip, 35% dip since from when I purchased it. I'm still holding. 
I'm not a financial advisor. I don't give anyone advice to buy. These people have obviously took it on board off their back and went and bought. And now they're really bitter and down because it's went down a bit. That is not the good investment mentality. You can't think like that. You, that is, it's just not the way things go in the investment world. If you're going to be deterred by one loss, then I would personally think of another route to take in life other than investing. It's just my personal opinion there. I would think of another route to take if it's going to deter you. But look, I'm not deterring you, brother. You've asked a question. You're clearly, you want to learn. You're involved. You've joined the group. I'm not putting you down in any way. Just giving you a bit of advice here. Don't let a little loss, if you do experience one, put you off track. Train your mind to deal with these things. And at the end, so yeah, you say you're just starting out and you're experimenting. Great. Do things that is. You get your questions in. Do your research online. Get in the group. Ask as many questions. You can ask me personally in the group. I'll try and get, I'll get back to every member at some point. I'll make time for the members in the group. I'll get back to everybody individually. If you've got any questions, you just fire them over to me in the group. You've already fired one or two and I've already answered them. But I'm just letting you know, or everyone else know, that is what comes with it. If you're involved in the group and you're a member, then you will get my time. So we'll move on to Staff Sueno. However he pronounces that one. You know what I'm talking about if it's you, brother. What's the aim price target for my coins? Which ones are we looking at big potential? Right. So when it comes to my portfolio, this is how I've structured things and this is just me personally, it's how I do it. Like I said, I'm not a financial advisor. This is just how I structure my portfolio and how I work out my risk to reward. So we had the bull run in 2017. As everybody knows, we had the bull run. Coins hit their all-time high, crashed down, consolidated for a few years. It looks like we're coming back into that scenario right now. So what I've done with all of the coins in, in the whole of my portfolio is I've looked at the old all-time highs. I'm not talking the spike right at the tip where they maybe got there for one day and come down. The bits where they were consolidating, you can see on the charts when you look, they're all time high to where they was consolidating for a few days at least. I've looked for that as a price target. For example, with XRP, XRP topped out, I think, £3, no, £2.80, £2.80, $3.30, so £2.80 it topped out as. But I've looked on the charts at around about £2, a bit higher, it consolidated for a few days. So I'm going to class that, I'm going to have that as my first target, my first take profit target, the first place where I'm going to lock in some gains. Likewise with all the rest of the coins. Any project you're looking in, look at the all-time high that they reached before because they have the potential to get back there again. Look what the market cap was at the time, see how, the, see how everything was in the whole crypto space and you make your mind your own mind up on that but you'll be able to see with whatever projects you personally want to invest in the old all-time high that they reached and you could use that as a base as a little base of where you want to take your profits and where you want to lock where you want to lock in some profits virtually you can have that as your base where you could take all of it there you could take you could take 50 percent there 20 everyone's got their own trading setup I personally got mine, you all have yours, everyone. You have to have these disciplines in play. As I speak through in the video training in the program, you have to be disciplined and have your targets in play of when and when you're not gonna take money from these projects. But that's the thing I'm aiming for now, the all-time high. And after the all-time high, we're just in blue sky scenario. We've never been there before. Bitcoin's never broke the 15,000. These things have never broke. It's never happened before, so we're in complete blue sky scenario. We're in complete blue sky scenario. <laughs> Little slip up there. We're in complete blue sky scenario. No one knows where we're going to go if it gets there and it's looking very likely. So I hope that answers your question of what coin, how I take my profits and how I aim, what I aim for with my 
my portfolio, the targets I'm shooting towards. And then another one is probably about like it's strange name, but we got best platform for obtaining coins, best place to store your coins. Probably about like a 20 foot, strange name, but they're asking best place for obtaining coins, best place to store your coins. Best place for obtaining coins, I personally, I use Binance, but here's a little, here's a little trick for you guys. If you go on coinmarketcap.com, coinmarketcap.com, click on any project you want to view, any project you're interested in buying, and when you go down to where you're going to see the chart, just above the chart, you're going to see a few tabs. Click on the compare the markets tab. It's a markets, market pairs, they change it every couple of months, but it'll say something along the lines of markets. Click on markets and it's going to show you every exchange that that coin is being sold on. I personally use Binance. You can get virtually every coin on there. I like Binance, easy to use, been using it since 2017. I've used many others, KuCoin, Hotbit, if I need to, to claim my coins. But if it's on Binance, I'll use Binance. But you can find any exchange your coin's being sold on via coinmarketcap.com. If you go on, simply go on coinmarketcap.com, find the markets tab and it will show you, right, it's being sold on this exchange. You can buy it with Bitcoin, you can buy it with Tether, you can buy it with ETH, it'll show you what markets are in that exchange so you can find out where you're gonna need to go to get your coins. And as for storing the coins, you can use an offline hardware wallet, Ledger, Trezor, there's a few of them. I personally use the Ledger Nano X. You guys have probably seen, I've got a link to it in my bio, my TikTok and Instagram. I've got a link to it in all of my course videos. It is, in my personal opinion, the safest and easiest route to go down when it comes to storing your cryptocurrency. You might be a bit flustered at first seeing it when it's giving you these 24 different password phrases that you've got your recovery phrase, the setup process, but once you've done it once or twice, it's just like riding a bike. It's quite simple after. So don't be flustered by what you first initially see with the, with the hardware wallet. But that is what I use. I use the Legend Nano X and I hope that helps you. If you want to buy yourself a Ledger Nano X, like I said, the link is in my bio on Instagram or TikTok, or you can sim simply just go on the Ledger website. That is completely up to you. So now we've got what we got now. We've got now. We've got. Do you get taxed when cashing out? Declare it. Yeah, in ca in England, in the UK, we're actually subject to capital gains tax on all profits from your cryptocurrency. So bear that in mind, I'm not an accountant, you'd have to seek some financial advice, speak to an accountant about this, but I know that capital gains tax does apply in the UK. So you need to bear that in mind whenever cashing anything out into your into fiat currency, into your bank account. Just bear that in mind that you will be subject to capital gains tax towards the end of the year. Do I believe the bull market of crypto could happen again next year? I think that the, more, the bull market started now. I think that we're in the bull market right now. I honestly think we are in the bull market right now. I think it's begun, it's died. I don't think it's gonna be as instant as the last one. Maybe there'll be more, it'll look a bit more gradual, but we, I personally believe we are in a bull market now. I'm about to get into this with the supply and the demand on Bitcoin. We are, we are in a bull market. It's gonna begin, I think, 2021. Personally, my prediction, 2021 is going to be an insane year for cryptocurrency. As Mr. Trading Robot said in his video earlier, when he added me in it, it's funner to be in than out. And I fundamentally agree with him. Why would you not wanna be, you can get involved in some of these projects for five pence, one pence, 10 pence, 20 pence, a share. These coins, guys, are shares of a company. They're shares of a company. That's how you virtually want to look at it. 
This is the ecosystem of that company and there's only a set supply of each coin. You are buying virtually a share in a company for pence, not even a pound. Pences, under 99p. It's, it's extreme, the gains that are on the table in the crypto market. If the bull market comes next year in 2021, you are not going to want to miss it. This is my personal opinion, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm just telling you. I personally would not want to miss this opportunity. After what happened in 2017, if you just do a little bit of research on it yourself, I think you'd more than will. I think you'd be telling yourself, yeah, I'd rather have my slice of the cake than not have a slice of the cake with this particular circumstance. So we've got what inspired me to get into cryptocurrency. We'll do this as the last one. What inspired me to get into cryptocurrency? Wow many things as you say the as i say the think big work smart ethos outside the box listen i've got nothing against everybody that likes to everybody that promotes you see it all the tick i've got nothing against it all the tiktokers instagrammers everyone with the index funds and invest for 40 years and you'll be a millionaire and let's just all slow and steady wins the race look i don't personally each to their own i've got nothing against people that want to take that route but you can also then I've nothing against me for wanting to take a different route. That's the thing people need to understand. So you can do what you've got to do, but I've personally got my route. I don't want to retire on a million or two million quid when I'm 60 years old. I don't, I, I don't get that concept. I don't understand that concept. When I'm 60, I want everything to be bought, paid, done. The cash will come in. You wouldn't really need a million quid. You ain't going to need no money in the bank to do things. I want everything way sorted by the time I'm 60. So I don't really understand that method of, right, just slow and steady. Let's get our 8% return a year. I made £25,000 gains in, in 15 days on XRP. You ain't seeing that happening in the stock market anytime soon. That ain't going on in the S&P 500 when you're, when you're investing in your index funds and you're putting your little, little chunks here and there. That ain't gonna happen. So like I said, the think big, work smart ethos, outside the box, look to take the routes that not everybody really talks about, the things, the, the future, like to take punts on the future, the things that, not even schools, I'm on about just the normal, and I'm not gonna say the word gurus, just the normal people like me, influencers with a page, are teaching you. I don't like to take all of them routes. You guys, would, you guys have probably seen, unless it's the quotes, that I post the motivational quotes. My personal content, my own original content, I have never once mentioned to anybody about buying an index fund. I would never recommend it. It's just my personal opinion. I wouldn't recommend it. That's just me. I've never spoke about it in any of my original content. So everybody knows I'm not just making these things up here. I, it's not something I put the route I personally like to go down. And it's why I'm in cryptocurrency now. The answer to the question is because it's not a route everybody likes to take. I personally believe it's the future. Blockchain technology is the future. I don't even, like I'm some far out like wizard here, like I believe, no, it is the future guys. Look, please look into it. It's ultra safe technology. It is extremely smart technology that once everybody starts getting their head around it, it's going to begin implemented in all forms and aspects of our life. We're gonna see blockchain involved everywhere. As you'll see in my group, there's research on a lot of projects that are targeting a lot of different sectors of the planet. Like I said, it's like buying shares in a company. This is like buying shares in a company, guys. These companies are looking to solve real world problems, real world problems with their blockchain technology. It doesn't have to be centralized, peer to peer, 
person to person, peer to peer. This is the new future of technology. This is how I personally believe things are going to go. How long that takes for everything to get fully decentralized and peer to peer, if ever, I don't know. But I know there will be companies that go with the centralized banks. For one, XRP, they're going to merge their technology with the current infrastructure we got now. So over the next few years, I believe they're the coins and projects that are going to make the most gains and going to bring people the most real world value. And value, and when you solve a problem, bring value and solve a problem, your share prices will rise. Because that is how companies work, that's how the world works. If you solve a real world problem, your share price will rise. So that is why I'm in cryptocurrency, because I believe it's the future. And you'd learn a lot about why I believe that. Anybody who's hearing, I understand the person who asked the question does, because they're in the group. When you join the group, you will see the research I've done on some of these projects. People hear the word cryptocurrency, they just think, oh, what, Bitcoin? No, these are real world companies that are going to solve real world problems and going to have extreme, in my personal view, extreme gains to come in the future. So that's why I'm in it. Take a punt on the future. Think outside the box. Stick to the ethos. So we cleared out the questions. One thing I wanted to run through, like I said at the beginning of the video, supply and demand. So what I wanted this episode to, to cover towards the end. Guys, I have to get the laptop here just to go through some of these things to make sure I'm quoting you guys the correct information. There are 21 million Bitcoin. For anybody that doesn't know, there are 21 million Bitcoin. There will never ever be another single Bitcoin made. Not one. Not one single Bitcoin will ever be made again. There is only 21 million. It is an extremely finite supply, extremely. 21 million guys. There's more than 21 million investors, single investors in the USA alone. So if every investor in the US, just the US, we're not talking worldwide here, decided, oh, I want a Bitcoin. They can't even have one each. They can't even have one each. So when I'm running through these facts and figures, just think here because supply and demand creates rocket in prices a complete rocket everything on this planet that's got a finite supply supply and demand is worth is worth value we the people put it as value because we the people decide what something is worth we've already decided that a bitcoin is worth fourteen thousand pounds right now in its embryonic stages it's only been going for 11 years guys since two well 12 since 2008 2009 it's in embryo stages. It's in complete embryonic stages. And it's still been decided that one Bitcoin already is worth 14,000. 14,000 already for one Bitcoin. 14,000. So like I said with the 21 million, we got 21 million Bitcoin out there. There's 18 million in circulation. The rest of them are going to be mined. The last Bitcoin ever to be mined will be mined in 2140 that's a fact built into the code of the blockchain you can google that and check out for yourself that is when the last one will be fished out so the 18 million we got floating about let's think of this guys with the amount of investors that are on this the investors that are on this planet we have got the Vink, the the Winklevoss twins the Winkle, the Winklevoss twins in 2015, they said they had roughly 1% of the Bitcoin supply. So back then, they had 120,000, anything from 120,000 to 250,000 Bitcoin in 2015. And they've been buying ever since. Just the Winklevoss, the Vink, just the Winklevoss twins. Oh, I like that one. Then we got a company called Grayscale. Probably no one's heard of it. I didn't hear of it until in recent months. 
Grayscale company, they hold at least 526,000 Bitcoins. I was speaking to my brother earlier, no, yesterday, and I think they've just purchased another 27,000 or something along these lines. So this number is probably already outdated. They probably already have more even by the time this airs. They had 526,000 Bitcoins. That's, that's over half a million, guys, just one company. And at the rate that they're clearing up Bitcoin currently, Analysis have said that they're gonna they're due to own 10% of the Bitcoin market if they carry on accelerating at this pace. That means one in every 10 Bitcoin are gonna be owned by a company called Grayscale. One company. We've got Roger Ver. He's a big accumulator of Bitcoin. He actually created Bitcoin Cash. If you guys have heard of Bitcoin Cash, when Bitcoin forked into Bitcoin Cash, he put most of his Bitcoin wealth into Bitcoin Cash because that's what he said he believed in. He went forward with that, but he kept a lot of his wealth. He, well, he kept a sum of his wealth, we say sum a lot, in Bitcoin. And by that sum, this is why I say a lot of wealth, he kept 100,000 Bitcoin. So just another one person there that owns 100,000. There's a tenth of a million. There's only 21 million of these things, guys. Raul Paul has recently stated, you might have seen Raul Paul on, on YouTube, he's a big crypto fanatic. He stated he has got 98% of his wealth, 98% is in cryptocurrency currently. 98% of his wealth. Then we got Tim Draper. He has around 30,000 Bitcoin. He purchased all of these from an auction. <coughs> oh, I got the Rona, sorry guys. Tim Draper has announced he's got 30,000 Bitcoin. He purchased these in an auction in the USA. When was it? I think it was in 2014. In 2014, there was an auction, auction of 30,000 Bitcoin. Tim Draper cleared up all of them. And then it was stated he purchased another 2,000 of these in 2017. So that's another one person there with another 32,000 Bitcoin to his name. Jack Dorsey, head of Twitter. The head of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, he is believed to own around 5,000 Bitcoin himself personally. And he's also, this is just rumor, word on the grapevine, every single day on his app, you can purchase 1.5 Bitcoin. Every day, apparently, a rumor has it, he maxes out that just that personal app of the 1.5 Bitcoin daily just for himself. We No one knows how many other apps the guy is personally using. He's the head of Twitter. He's got 5,000 Bitcoin stored away. He's obviously heavy, heavy in the market. As at all of these names I'm saying, these are just facts that have popped up. No one knows about the purchases they haven't made. No, no one knows about the purchases they made that no one heard of. No one, no one knows about these purchases that have been getting made, but no one knows about them. There's not articles about them. So then we've got JP Morgan, Chase and Citibank have all predicted that Bitcoin is going to rise between 100,000. Guys, let me just state this. JP Morgan and Citibank in America have all stated that Bitcoin is going to go between $100,000 and $300,000 in 2021. Guys, it's 13 months away. 13 months away. They're talking 100,000 to 300,000 per Bitcoin. These are quite trusted entities these are quite trusted entities to listen to i mean when people like that say things like that you want to listen you really really want to listen then we got microstrategy another company that announced in september they made two large purchases of bitcoin coming to around 425 million it's nearly half a billion going into bitcoin half a billion from one company pumped into bitcoin if you if you ever needed a better stamp of approval and trust that everything's going mainstream, are you hearing it now in front of you? 
Then we've got the Guggenheim Fund. They've announced they're going to be working with the company I mentioned earlier. You know, Grayscale, the company I mentioned earlier, they have amassed over half a million Bitcoin currently. They're going to be working with Grayscale and they're giving them another 500 million. Another half a billion. So this Guggenheim Fund, they've got half a billion. They're going to give it straight to Grayscale to purchase Bitcoin with. They're not going to diversify, they're not going to buy some properties, some of this, some of that. That is all going into Bitcoin. Half a billion. Companies like this, guys, and hedge funds, do not make decisions lightly. They don't make decisions like this lightly. They really don't. Then we've got Fidelity, the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, and BlackRock, the company owned by the Rockefeller family, have all announced they are already in or getting into the Bitcoin space. However, there's no numbers to be found on the holdings of these particular people, but they have all announced that they are going to be getting into the Bitcoin space. This year, Germany announced they would allow every bank to buy, hold and sell cryptocurrency. This has been overshadowed, obviously, due to the coronavirus, but 40 banks have already decided to sign up and use Bitcoin and have the use of Bitcoin under their establishment. Cypherpunk. Holdings, so Cypherpunk Holdings, this is the company name. Company in Canada, they've said to accumulate over 275,000 Bitcoin, just themselves. Two months ago, the US announced that every single bank in the United States was allowed to buy, hold and sell Bitcoin. Every single bank in the United States is allowed to buy, hold and sell Bitcoin. How important this is, guys. Take into account, 4.6 million Bitcoin are gone. Lost, dead, gone in the water. So back in the days when Bitcoin was worth nothing, people were mining it in their bedrooms and their computer. They were mining 10, 20, 30,000 at times. Over four to six million of these are estimated gone in landfill. Computers broke. It was worthless at the time. People had 10,000 Bitcoin, but it wasn't even worth $10. They, they, didn't, they didn't really care about it. It was lost, gone. So that's 4, .4 or to 6 million gone off the 21 million. So that, take that into account. That's gone as well, guys. So we're not even working with 21 million Bitcoin here. It's, it's a very finite supply. So the exchanges, when you want to look at exchanges, i.e. Binance, KuCoin, Coinbase, all of these places, you can see how much Bitcoin that they personally own using simple methods online. You can easily find how much Bitcoin them guys own, and it's quite a lot. It's between 80,000, it's between 40 and 80,000 per pot per company of Bitcoin. There's 900 Bitcoin mined every day. 900 new Bitcoin. That's it. No more. 900 new Bitcoin mined every day. PayPal entered the crypto space in November. They cleared up 70% of this supply. 70% of this newly mined 900 Bitcoins a day was bought just by PayPal. We're not even talking about these companies chucking in their half a billion. PayPal. But 70%, this is just one company coming in guys, one big company gets involved in the crypto space and they're clearing up 70% of the new Bitcoin supply. This is very important information, this, is, this should be having your brains going, this should be having everyone's brain going, just like it's got mine going. So, like I've got written down, so let's think about this. We've got all the big major institutions all stating now, yes, Bitcoin is going to go to 100,000 in 2021. What does that tell you? Like I said, we think outside the box. When major institutions are slating something, that's usually the time to get in. When they're saying things like this, that tells me there is not much Bitcoin left to go around. That's why they're stating these claims. Not everyone's going to have a chance to rush out and go and start claiming a load of Bitcoin, even a little piece for themselves. It just ain't going to work.
So personally, I think the supply and demand with Bitcoin at the moment is crazy. I'm not, I'm telling you, do these numbers yourself, run them through. There is not a lot of Bitcoin to go around. So anything you can get your hands on at the moment, in my personal opinion, if you can get your hands on something that the whole world is chasing, why would you not want to do that? No asset on the planet. There's 21 million of them, minus the 46 million that went. This is such a finite supply, guys. I'm going to be updating everybody further in my group. I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you found it informative. I hope it made your brain tick a little bit. It made you think. Get some things down in the comments of what your personal thoughts is, where you think Bitcoin's going to go. And let's just see where the next year, 2021, takes us, guys. Because I think it's going to be a very, very extremely profitable year. Let's see how it goes. I'll see you guys on the next episode. And as I said, the next episode will be in the new settings. We won't have the echo. We'll be ready and good to go. Firing on all cylinders. Let's make it happen. Think big, work smart.